Okay. Yeah, he's my co-host now. But uh, actually, um, I after after doing music with uh, with Dave Durnley and Dave Angle last week, I don't know if anybody heard the program, but I was really uh, thrilled to have those two guys on the air, and we talked about their new record and uh, a bunch of the stuff that uh, they're involved with around town. And then uh, just a couple of days ago, I was thinking, well, when am I going to do this Thursday or Friday? And I thought, well, I should talk to Dave again and because I thought maybe I'd get the scrappers here but we didn't have a whole lot of time so Dave decided he'd bring a record down to me and I asked him if he'd stick around so here he is Mr. Dave Durnley hello again hello how you doing man I'm doing great happy Friday yeah you too so um we uh we've got plenty of time here so we're just going to kind of chat and stuff and play some music and do whatever but Dave uh, is one of my favorite folks around town and he knows a lot about the music scene and a lot of other things around here so he's a good good man to just uh, have a chat with on a Friday morning so <laughs> uh the, the the scrappers uh Paul Weber and the scrappers let's talk a little bit about that I tell you what let, let let's play a uh we'll play a piece of music off the first uh, off this record that you just brought right on and then um and then That'll give us a little base to uh, to talk about some stuff, okay? Okay, great. And then we can settle down. So, all right, everybody, it's Mike, and um, I got Dave Durnley in the studio here. We're going to play some music and uh, have a little talk. Dave does a lot of things. He's a great photographer and a great musician and uh, knows a lot of the folks around town. So we'll have a we'll have a talk with Dave and see where it goes, okay? Back in just a few minutes, uh, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. I, uh, let, let me say this as well. Uh, the Heart of Missouri Girls on the Run, an empowerment program for girls in grades 3 through 8. He is hosting a spring 2018 celebration 5K run on Saturday, May the 5th. That's tomorrow, 8.30 to 11 a.m. at Bear Creek Trail. Community runners are invited to participate. Volunteers are needed. More information about the event and the cost uh, is available at www.heartofmissourigirlsontherun.org. That's heartofmissourigirlsontherun.org. And check it out. That'll be a cool little event. All right. Okay, back in just a few minutes with Dave Durnley. In the meantime, this is Paul Weber and the Scrappers. Find 
something to talk about KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. I've got one of the scrappers in the studio with me here. That was uh, called Don't Call Me. And this is off uh, the album of the same name, Paul Weber and the Scrappers. I think, Dave, this is the only record you guys have recorded up so Uh, far? Yep, so far, yeah. And uh, let's see, 2016 or 17, I think it was. Yeah, I think it came out like in December of 16. I'm, I'm I didn't know you were going to ask the hard questions. Well, it really doesn't matter, but it's great music. And uh, and the interesting thing is you guys have been playing it for a year and a half since this came out. And, yeah. Uh, and I've seen you uh, 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 a number of times since. And, and I think uh, the people that have seen you out and about are probably looking forward to some more music from you guys. Uh, what? Uh, tell me what's going on with, with you and the band. And a little bit of background about the band, first of all. Well, um, We've been together, uh, this is like uh, two around two years. Uh, we do have a lot of new songs that we play out, and, uh, you know, we're always working on new stuff, but uh, we just haven't, you know, got around to recording more. We've talked about doing that, and, you know, it's, uh, it, it's kind of... Um, you know, Paul's baby, and uh, he's got some plans for stuff, but, you know, I, I mean, there's... Uh, there's a lot of work involved in it, mm-hmm. and but uh, it, and, you know we enjoy playing the new stuff and working on songs all the time. We just haven't got into the studio to re- to record right. more. And uh, so the band is made up of Paul Weber, um, who writes Paul Weber. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's the man behind it all. Uh, wrote most of the songs, in fact, all of them except for a few. Mm-hmm. And uh, also Jesse Mudd plays bass. Great. Paul sings. <clears throat> excuse me. And plays guitar. Jesse Mudd plays the bass. Justin Hankerson plays the drums. Right. And I play guitar. Right. And Paul's a heck of a harmonica player, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paul made his living for a long time, you know, playing harmonica. And yeah, well, it's a, it, it's a great band. And, and uh, Jesse is an interesting story. He uh, he kind of came into the... into the he's I've seen him play... Um, you know, back in the in the day, you know, in the yeah. back room of the house and stuff like that, but didn't realize actually what a talented musician he is. A great bass player, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, it, and Jesse's kind of a quiet guy, you know. Yeah, I assume yeah. I mean, he's not crowing all the time uh, like yeah. some of us are, but uh, yeah. And I, I guess actually, he's really a. I know him as kind of a singer songwriter, right, you know, guitarist, guitar, right. and. Uh, 
I think, you know, Paul just uh, said, hey, you want to play bass in this band? And Justin was like, sure. <laughs> does a great job. Yeah, and Justin on the drums. Yeah. Well, it's 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 fun music and and uh, kind of bringing back some of that old school country style from from I yeah. don't know, 50, 60 years ago, even maybe even longer than that. Yeah, that's that's kind of the idea. We wanted something a little fresh, you know. We didn't want to just start a country band, do a bunch of covers, and you know, do the same kind of thing. So, uh, you know, we just Paul some of those songs, man. I'm since I first met Paul way back in the day, a couple of those, you know, we used to sit around in the dark and strum around and on and uh you know it's nice to see them flower a little bit right what uh what do you got planned for the summer you guys got anything anything going this summer uh yeah we've got a few shows you know the the thing with the scrappers is uh i'm kind of you know free most of the time everybody else is working yeah i'm not a respectable member of society anymore (laughs) but you know, Paul's an organic farmer, and uh, right. Justin, you know, it works with his brother doing, uh, you know, lawn care and landscaping and stuff. Jesse's a builder. Mm-hmm. So those are, uh, you know, outdoor, make hay while the sunshine jobs. Right, and, this time uh, of year they're in full, full, full yeah, swing. Yeah, I'm ready to load up the van and go somewhere, but those guys <laughs> all have uh, responsibilities. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in the in, in the group with them, unfortunately. I've got, I've, got, uh, I've got the day job as well. I sneak out of there for a couple hours every Friday morning to do this, but... Uh, yeah, I understand what it's like, and and be, being able to or, or or having to balance, you know, a lot of different right, things. That, right. that, that's a challenge for everybody. So, right. well, uh, so you don't have a whole lot of responsibility as far as day job type of thing. Go, how, how how'd you how, how'd you get in that situation? You're uh, you're a relatively young man, so you, I know you worked for a while, and uh, now you're just a vagabond for the most part, just uh, jamming with the gang. Yeah, pretty much. I um, I uh, worked 27 years for the FAA and. Is that right? Yeah, I was an air traffic controller for 27 years. How did and, I not know that? Uh, I don't know. It just, <laughs> you know, it's like... I, mean, I know uh, all the air traffic controllers in town. Right, yeah. <laughs> the day came where, uh, you know, the, the last four or five years I did that, I was I had it on my calendar the the very day and hour that I was eligible to retire. No I, kidding. Yeah, I walked what, in and gave my papers. What airport were you working out of? Uh, well, I ended up here at Columbia at the end, you know. Um, but uh, I worked all over. And, yeah. You know. Ever at a, at a place that was real busy? No, no. I'm I'm a little bit too laid back for that. There, there are people that uh, you know have the personality that if they had to sit somewhere with their feet up and doze off every now and then, it would uh, it would drive them crazy. You know, they're really. I'm not that kind of guy. I, right. I prefer the mellower side of things. Columbia Airport looks like a, that'd be a pretty good gig. Yeah, well, and, and I worked for the flight service station in the flight watch they called it, and uh, we were physically located there at uh, at the Columbia Airport. But we had a big microwave tower next to the building, and we had radio transmitters that were across Kansas, northeastern Oklahoma, northern Arkansas, all of Missouri, except for the St. Louis area in southern Illinois. So you know, I could be sitting in Columbia and talking to a guy in Dodge City, Kansas. And what, and what, what was your what was the purpose of it? I mean, what were you doing, basically? Uh, well, there's there's several, you know, p- people that fly and are familiar with it are kind of know the gig, but there's, there's kind of three different uh, aspects to the FAA. There's the towers that are guys taking off and landing. There's the high-altitude right. route guys. And there's the VFR and weather side of it, which was what I was in. And uh, we'd relay clearances. You know, if somebody, if the weather's bad, you know, some little airport in Kansas where there's no, uh, you know, FAA personnel, they'd call us on the phone or the radio and we'd get them a clearance and, hmm. you know, give them weather briefings. And it was just, you know, 
VFR versus IFR. Exactly. There right? you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I flew a little bit back in the in in the eighties and nineties. Had a friend that I worked for actually, and she was a she was a private pilot. So. Right on. I, I, I'd, I'd fly all, all around with her, and she'd scare the bejesus out of me, and, <laughs> and uh, we'd land in who knows where, airport in the middle of New Mexico, oh, yeah. and places like that. Yeah, so, exactly. I, but I'm fascinated by it. It's really uh, an interesting thing. I mean, it's the whole, whole series of roads and things up there in the sky, basically. So. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, when, when, when did you quit doing that? Uh, well, I, I actually retired from the FAA and then went to work for Lockheed Martin for three years. Mm-hmm. And... I did the same job in the same place with the same people. It was all transparent, except I was getting a check from Lockheed Martin. Isn't that crazy? You know, they were contracting out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, the government's in a big state of flux. And I did that for three years. And then, you know, I had a three-year contract. When that was up, that was enough. It was time to move on. You've been a musician the whole time? Uh, well, you know, before I got a real job, back when I was a kid, I was a musician. And, uh, you know, I grew up playing piano and playing in the high school band. Hey, you played saxophone, didn't you? Yeah, I played saxophone. And, you know, back in the 70s, I played in a bluegrass band. And, uh, you know, so when I got a real job with the FAA, it was not conducive <laughs> to staying up late in bars, drinking and carousing and well, yeah. you know, having to go to the real world and be responsible the next day. Right, so, and taking care of things that are flying in the air. Yeah, I took a little break, but... Uh, I guess, you know, close to the end of my career, you know, it was when Dino and I started playing a lot. Right. And, um, you know, it was just time to get back into it. So I don't watch TV and I don't have a sports uh, fetish. Or, Good for you. You know, so like music is what I like. That's awesome. Well, you're out and about enough and you have a lot of different projects going around town. That's why I'm glad I got a chance to, to talk a little bit more this week. Last week, it was pretty much about uh, what you and Dave Angle are doing, which is uh, incredible stuff. I've always enjoyed the music that you guys play. Um, the Scrappers is a little bit of a different deal. You, uh, you're you a solo, um, solo musician as well. You can entertain people on your own. I wish uh, I would have got a hold of you a little bit earlier. I would have had you bring your guitar down and we could have played a couple more. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, you're also a photographer uh, because I see some of the pictures that you put up um, on Instagram now and again. And I got to tell you, some of the photos that you put up are just fantastic how how uh, how'd you get into that and and, and i'm sure everyone wants what kind of camera do you use right <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> well you know i mean it's kind of like music i've always liked uh taking photographs you know when i started working for the faa i went out to western new mexico and lived out in the desert and it's just like man you talk about beautiful skies oh man you know there's i i i guess i kind of like to take pictures of nothing you know it's like just landscapes and such so i've done that forever and uh you know it's it affords me a lot of time to take pictures the same way it does to play music you know Mm. it's you know sitting around watching tv all day like the other day i was out chasing this pair of birds all day you know and spent the whole day trying to get a picture of them you know well it's just something to do there are there are a number of uh uh, bird photos in particular that, that that you've taken and I've thought when I see him, I'm like, did he, did he chase them around all day? Because I, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, some of those shots they don't come easy, and and I uh, and I know that uh, that they're actually photographs that you're taking, as opposed to some people you see it and you put up, you know, you don't know the person, so you so you don't know if they're actually taking the photo or not, or if they grabbed it off of the web or something. But but Dave actually takes all these photos, and I'm like, gosh, dang man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, when you have plenty of time, that's. That's basically what it is. And you live, out, you live out country way? Yeah, I live out south of town, up on the river bluff, uh, you know, 
Um, so it's uh, it's a good place up there. You know, the eagles fly by in the mm. wintertime, and they're, you know, surrounded by the woods. So it's, uh, you know, it's not like I'm living in a subdivision. I have to go somewhere to uh, be exposed to a lot of things that I like to look at and photograph. So. Right, right. All right, well, hey, let's... Um Let's play another song or two off of this off of this record here. Sure. Um, I think I'm just going to kind of cruise right down down the list here. That we'll, we'll play a couple. I'm going to play a song called "Stepping Stone." Yeah. And stainless steel, which is a yeah a, a great one. In fact, one that you've done. Uh, you guys have performed in in, in public that, that I've seen that I just love. Yeah, great. great. That, yeah, those are both Paul Weber songs. Hard yeah, to he, beat them. I'll tell you what, he's a he's a talented guy. It's a great. Uh, oh yeah, some great songs in this record. All right, everybody, we are talking. To, uh, blah blah. We are talking to Dave Durnley in the studio here at KOPN Columbia, and we've got in my hot little hands here. A CD from Paul Weber and the Scrappers. Dave is a guitar uh, guitar player on this album, and uh, we're going to hear a couple songs. This one is called Stepping Stone. Back in a few minutes on KOPN Columbia. You said I was your rock. Now I know what you mean. Rock on the ground. your feet Now you're gone And it's too late I'm on the ground You're on your way Well, there's an old some people say that life is like a road we're traveling on. Sometimes you do the stepping, sometimes you get stepped on. And we were skipping on down the Yeah. 
Paul Weber and the Scrappers on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. My name is Mike. I'm in the studio here with Dave Dernley. A couple of great songs here. That was called Stepping Stone, and we also heard Stainless Steel. Great songs from uh, Paul and the Scrappers. Dave, a uh, little background on some of these songs. You said Paul wrote most of them? Yeah, yeah. On the, He sure did. And um, he had kind of a little... Um, uh, trilogy of uh, you know songs about scrap metal and stainless steel was <laughs> one of those and, and scrapping and stuff that's kind of where the scrapper's name came from right, you know? I mean, right. he'll have to tell you the details of all those stories but uh, well we, we, we will do that we'll we'll get Paul and the, and the guys in here sometime in the future I talked to you know I, I really just kind of winging this I really don't have this uh a plan for this program. It's really not my program. I've been substituting for uh, on this Friday morning spot, and I will be for another few weeks. So I figured um, I really didn't have an idea of exactly what I would do, but after uh, having you guys on last week, I figured the music thing is great, and uh, so um, next week, uh, Tim Carey's going to be down oh, here. Yeah, there you go. yeah, so Tim will be here, and then Hoot and Hollers the week after that, and then I think Ruth... Uh, Ruth Acuff and Jeff Muller, uh, hopefully um, in a, in a few weeks, and all people who I really enjoy and will be uh, proud to have on on the radio here. Uh, you have a show. Speaking of the Hoot and Hollers, you guys have something coming up with them. Is that right? We do. It's the twelfth, which is a week from Saturday at the Blue Notes. Going to be Paul Weber and the Scrappers with the Hoot and Hollers. Wow! And uh, I. I'm really looking forward to that. We've done a couple shows with the Hoot and Hollers before, and it's like, you know, anybody in town knows the Hoot and Hollers are the real deal, and it's just, uh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, that will be a great show. That's one that I think that I will have to uh, have to try to make. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, uh, I got soccer and baseball and all this stuff going on all the time in Kansas City, St. Louis, who knows where with my, with my boys, but maybe I can sneak out for that one. We'll send you a selfie or something. No, oh, you're killing me. <laughs> All right, so uh, when we were listening to music there, you and I were talking off the air a little bit about uh, KLPN in particular, about some of the history here and uh, some of the guys and girls that, that have been doing shows here for a long time. Lee Ruth actually came up, and uh, how, how do you know Lee? Um, I guess I met Lee just playing music. Uh, I moved back to Columbia. I went here, you know, I went to school here in the 70s and moved away and went off into the world. And I came back here in 1989, I guess. I mean, I, I knew... I, that's when I really met him. I remembered Lee from, like, the 70s. You'd see him downtown playing. And, right. you know, the only difference was uh, I remembered him always wearing a red bandana. And he had a little more gray in his beard. But I, I saw him one time playing some music. I'm like, I remember that guy. He's an icon. He's been here forever. Oh, he's an icon. He's a great guy, a fabulous musician. He's got an encyclopedic knowledge of a lot of history of not only music, but Columbia. And Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's something else. We were uh, speaking of uh, encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah, he's incredible. And Kevin, we were talking about Kevin as well. He knows oh, yeah. a whole lot about music, and he's a riot, too. Yeah, yeah, those couple of... You know, there's, there's really some... Uh, some outstanding personalities surrounding the you know the radio scene here at KOPN and the music scene in, in Columbia. Yeah, you're right. There's uh, some of those tapes up on the wall over there, up on the top top part of those shelves in the in the library. Uh, there's a project as you we were talking about to digitize uh, many of these old eight millimeter and uh, 
oh, reel-to-reel reel -reel, yeah. uh, tapes. Uh, there, there's some video up there, too. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, um, it's been 40-some years, and, and there's a tremendous amount of history, and, and, and the people are, that have kind of come and gone from the station over the years just kind of weave in and out with the history. It's really amazing. Yeah, you know, it's strange there. For, uh, for a few years, I uh, went down and I lived in Ozark, Missouri, and they have a community radio station in Springfield and it's a, it's a wonderful station as you know all community radio I support but mm -hmm. uh, it really people that if from Columbia you really get to taking this for granted what goes mm -hmm. on here and what has gone on in the past and it's just uh, man it, it just kind of of course now you know you can stream and stuff you, know, you can be anywhere in the world and listen to KOPM but it's yeah, like yeah. when I moved down there and turned on my radio in the morning it was like oh man it's like <laughs> What am I going to do now? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's you know, and I, I think a lot of people are aware of it, but uh, man, it's it's really a treasure. It is. It's a valuable thing, and uh, I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of it. And and uh, when I first moved here to town, it's been a long time, 17, 18 years, and I was searching through the wasteland of of commercial radio even back then. Oh yeah. You know, and it's it's gotten in m more intensely bad yeah. I, I can't think of a nicer way to put it I'm just not a big fan of commercial radio primarily just because of so much commercialism and I mean I don't particularly appreciate some of the music choices but but I can't stand just being interrupted every you know all the time oh, with, yeah. with somebody trying to get in my back pocket you know yeah designed to take over your mind yeah it really is your mind and your money and uh, uh, but I remember discovering KOPN back then in 2001 or 2002 and thinking ha that's that's the place right there. Well, and you know, actually, to tell you the truth, you you did you used to do one of my favorite radio shows of all time anyway. And that that was before I even knew you. I remember ah. <laughs> finding out you were the guy. Uh, what was the name of the show? Ra radio Orbit. Radio Orbit. Yeah, it was like you're the Radio Orbit guy. <laughs> it's like man, <laughs> well, I used I to turn that that show on and just sit there with my mouth open, go, "Who is this dude?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, that, that was a, that was a fun time for me and I'm, I'm glad a lot of people enjoyed the program i'm trying to get back on the air i've got a new idea for something that i'm kind of talking with the with the programming people about we'll see where that goes well, but, i support uh, that i'll tell you that much all right well uh there you go if dave Durnley says it's a go i think i can't see how, why anyone would uh, <laughs> would, would go against that so what do you uh, what do you got going this weekend uh well i'm gonna listen to a little music i think i don't have any gigs going on um it's uh you first know, Friday, first right? Friday, yeah. So I'm gonna go down to Rose, check out a little happy hour with the fried crawdaddies, right, right. Dart Landish, and I think Ray Fitzgerald is up there, and uh, huh. Austin Jones and the Boot Hill Boys. Paul Foch is playing first. You know, Art Landish first Fridays is one of my favorite things. It, you know, it's just such yeah. a good vibe and cool place. And, right, and you get all kinds of different music in different places. Right, they've got uh, yeah. Of course, over there on Orr Street, I guess. Um, yeah, they do a lot of stuff over there. Right, and then you've got back behind the Artlandish Gallery where the coffee shop is. Yeah. And they do outside. they got a couple of little spots inside. There's two or three musicians playing all the time. Oh, yeah, and the, you know, the Fire Spinner guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Burn Circus people do that. And uh, the the Bubble Man making giant bubbles, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, just, uh, it's just kind of a little almost like a street carnival kind of thing with that old Right line. on. All right, so that's tonight, first Friday. Uh, Check that out if you guys are out and about. There'll be some great music in town. Ray Fitzgerald, one of my favorites, and oh, I, yeah. I, I wish she played more often, but she's fantastic. Yeah, she is fantastic. She's a fantastic person. I love her songs, man. If if you haven't heard her, you should. 
Yeah, she's one of those people you think I'm. I'm surprised more people don't know uh, yeah. about her because she really is a remarkably talented young lady. Right. Yeah. All right, we got the fried crowd eighties. Those guys will be laying down some guitar licks for sure. Yeah, a couple of the best players in town up there. Oh yeah, Jeez. Sean and Pete. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I always tell them, I say, when I, when I see them, I feel like I should go up after the show and give them both twenty bucks for my free, you know, for a guitar <laughs> for a lesson, lesson. Right. What about Tony? I wonder if he'll be out there with those guys. Yeah, I, I, I mean, typically, I, right? Yeah, he usually is. I don't know why he wouldn't be. All right. Okay, so that's tonight. Uh, what else? I'm um, gonna do out. You been morel hunting or anything? I have been morel hunting. I just found a few. It's been, uh, you know, now the understory in the forest is getting pretty tall, and the ticks are getting mm. thick. You and know, chiggers are getting mean. And yeah, I'm hoping maybe this weekend or early next week we'll we'll see a few. It's been just such a weird year. Yeah, we didn't have much rainy, and and when we did have rain, it was cold. Right. And, uh, right. You know, but what the heck? I like walking around the woods anyway. You know, I'm. You, you've been out to my place, and and I know there's a morel mushroom out there somewhere, at oh, least yeah. one. And and uh, I've I've still yet to yet to find one. I I think I'm not thorough enough. Well, you know, it's I don't know what it is about them. You know, they're magical little things, but they're everywhere. You know, I mean, people find them in their yard it's, in town. I right. Because right. you don't find them doesn't mean they're not there. That's it's, right. They just kind of show themselves yeah, when they please. I that's think. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mushrooms are kind of mercuric like that anyway uh, alright so I am going to read a couple of quick PSAs here and then we're going to play a couple more songs from this Paul Weber and the Scrappers album there's a song called Half Loved that I that, that I like and you said Paul thought it was kind of a joke actually but I really like that song well not a joke so much he, he always um, he introduces it a lot of times as a novelty song I think is the word that he uses <laughs> it's like I mean I think it's some pretty deep thinking right. you know, it's, I love it yeah, I do too. All right, well, we're going to play that in a minute here. Uh, prior to that, I will tell you that, uh, well, um, we're talking about KOPN, so I'll read this. Um, this is about support for the station, which I always encourage, whether it's time for a, a pledge drive or not. But we do have a pledge drive coming up in a few weeks here. So uh, during the KOPN pledge drive that's coming up, in June, we are in need of Spanish-speaking volunteers to answer the phones during our El Festival del Pueblo program. If you speak Spanish and are available to help on Saturday, June the 9th, from 8.45 to 12.15, and I'm sure you don't have to work that whole time, but, but you know, during that period, from 8.45 a.m. to 12.15 in the afternoon, give Jill a call at 874-1139. And you can sign up for a time slot to help out uh, during the Spanish program on Saturday morning, okay? All right, uh, that's that. And now we are going to play Paul Weber and the Scrappers. This song is called Half Loved. And we'll be back with, uh, with Dave Durnley in just a few minutes. Smoked end of a cigarette Or the half cup of coffee You pour then forget Or beer half empty from the night before Or the pennies change from a dollar bill Or the last few hours of the day to kill Since you told me you don't love me anymore just a half-loved heart A half-finished start A half-written story of love Oh, half-read book A half-smiled look 
All right, there's a couple more from Paul Weber and the Scrappers. We heard Half Loved, which I fully love, and that was called Song About the Midwest. Great record, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. I agree with you, but thank you. Yeah, you guys should be proud of that one. And uh, like I say, we're looking for more stuff from the Scrappers coming up here in the future. we got a show next Saturday. We mentioned with the Hootenhollers, who are uh, born and raised in St. Louis, Columbia area. They've, they've made their home here in Columbia for the last 10 or 15 years, but uh, both those guys, John and Andy and Kelly, uh, from the St. Louis area, What uh, we were talking off the air about, about them, but let, let's talk a little on the air about them. Yeah, well, who doesn't love the Hootenhollers, man? Yeah, there's something else. We were Dave and I were just saying that the first time you see the Hootenhollers, and it doesn't matter if it was 10 years ago or if it was last night. Yeah. It'll be a it'll be a jaw dropping experience, and you uh, especially if you like the blues and if you like rock and roll and if you like just uh, authentic in your face uh, live music. They are really really remarkable. Yeah, they're they're true professionals. Kelly's great. Paul, you know, traveled with them for at least quite, a year. Yeah, might have been longer than that. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, he uh, he was a hitting for a while, played right. harp, and uh, even played some. Uh, a tuba for a while and uh he left and they got kelly and you know man she's uh oh man she's just right up there with him it's it's amazing that three people can come together and be so tight and, yeah and get along so well yeah paul uh wrote a couple of uh a couple of their songs from i think that whelp city record maybe i think uh she used to love my music yeah I think that's one of his yeah, that's and, a paul weber song yeah and Kelly on the on the baritone saxophone. What an addition! It, it seems so, sort of uh, counterintuitive, uh, you, you know, when you think about just sort of broken down garage rock and right. blues. But then you bring in this baritone sax, and wow, what a, what a what an yeah. uh, what an addition! And she's got a bass sax now. I went over and saw him in Knuckleheads in KC a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and she can play it, too. Oh, yeah, she can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's considered one of the best out there. So, all right, well, that'll be a fun show. Uh, the Hootin' Hollers with uh, uh, Paul Weber and the Scrappers at the Blue Note. Nice big uh, nice big venue for you guys, too. Yep, yep. Awesome. All right, so that's Saturday the 12th, a week from tomorrow. Uh, tonight we are talking about First Friday. we got some good music around town. Uh, fried crawdaddies down there at Mojo's or, uh, pardon me, at Rose. And then first Friday with Ray Fitzgerald, man, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's music going on all over. One of the things I like about Columbia is is there's a lot of stuff going on, and I kind of you know, like everybody else, I kind of get into my little orbit. You know, mm. I talk about Rose yeah, yeah, and, yeah, me too. and Art Landish, but you know, somewhere else there's <laughs> stuff just as good going on, and it's right. uh, it's a celebration. Well, uh, 
we were talking about Noah Earl earlier, oh, and uh, I, I mentioned that Ray Fitzgerald doesn't play as much as I'd like to see her out because she's so talented, um, and I'm sure she has a life uh, like everybody else with other things going on. Noah Earl's another guy that fits into that mold. Fantastic, no. uh, incredible musician, but um, stays a lot to himself and he's got a little farm and family and um, I just uh, don't see him as much as I'd like to. Great musician though. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Noah's like, Noah has some songs that seriously, like, I just kind of have to think about something else sometimes that wants to bring a tear to my eye. You <laughs> right. know? Yeah. He's, he's incredible. Yeah, we're, we're, we're blessed in mid-Missouri here. Like you say, we've got a whole lot of really talented folks doing a lot of different uh, styles of music and it's been like that for a long time the uh, Missouri's a uh, you know really really has a great history of music here too yep you know Ruth Acuff who uh, will be on the program in a few weeks her great uncle I think was Roy Roy uh-huh. um, I don't quote me on the on the relationship but I know it's direct don't quote me on the on the relationship but I know it's a direct family member yeah exactly a- and uh, and he's I don't know a whole lot about Roy, but I've listened to some of his stuff, and I know he's a prolific songwriter, oh, yeah. and and, uh, and really uh, did a lot uh, historically for music here in Missouri. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, and uh, Ruth is quite a talented young lady in, in her own right. She can play a lot of instruments. She's been concentrating on the harp, of all things, for the last few years more than anything, but she can play the bass, and she can play the play the guitar and she's got a beautiful voice oh and, yeah and her husband Jeff Muller has been another interesting fellow who does all kinds of things so well you know I, I'd gotten uh, introduced to and kind of knew Ruth's music through her heart playing and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she's phenomenal and it's just has an incredible stage presence and then uh you know, when they uh, formed the Royal Furs, I, I hadn't seen her in some of her rock and roll. Right. And, you know, I went and saw the Royal Furs for the first You're time, like, and it was just like, holy smokes. <laughs> you know, quiet little Ruth playing her harp, you know, and looking like an angel up there is like, you know, slamming the microphone, standing around and swinging her hair. And it's, it's like she is a full spectrum. Yeah, she can, she can really... Put it out there, and and the royal furs that 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 that's like the the Ruth Acuff alter ego or something out there. Yeah, she, yeah. She's a, a a real rock star. When they well, and then it. you have to wonder if it's the royal furs is the alter ego right. or the you know or, or, or the harp thing. Is, yeah. You know, in fact, in fact, uh, the first uh, back when I was doing Radio Orbit, uh, I would have you know a lot of the local guys on on the show at times because um, I've always been interested in the music scene around here. But Ruth and Jeff had a band that was called Rutherford, uh-huh. and. Uh, and before that, they had a band that was called Vox. I don't think she was more than 17 or 18 years old. Maybe, you know, under 20 years old for yeah. sure. And Vox was a rock and roll band. And and, uh, and Rutherford, for the most part, was rock and rock roll and as roll, well. Yeah. And they had, they had a trumpet and a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool sound, actually. For, uh, they made a couple records. And I remember thinking way back then, man, this girl is something else. Yeah. And, and she really has, uh, has unfolded and really grown into, into a really talented musician. So... Well, and Jeff too. I mean, you oh know, my gosh, the, the gamut of it, that. That's another thing that I like about a lot of the people here. It's not like they're stuck in one musical rut. You know, like, mm. like I play rock or I play jazz or right, I play this. Right. It's like, you know, multi-talented and spread your wings. That's the truth. Yeah, there's so many uh, uh, of the of the local music gang that that really mix and match and do all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, years ago, as, as sort of a side note, um, uh, in when the Seattle scene was really blowing up in the late 80s and in the early 90s, oh, yeah. and Soundgarden and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and 
screaming trees and all all, yeah. all, all that stuff. And whether whether people were a fan of that or not, uh, I was at the time. But I also remember talking to a guy who did radio up there uh, in Seattle, and uh, and he talked about how interactive the scene was and how all those guys were all and girls that uh, they were all buddies and they, there wasn't a whole lot of we're the best band in town and a whole lot of uh, yeah. picking on each other they really were just a bunch of musicians that really just wanted to play as much as they could and they interacted and did all kinds of different projects together and i've heard the same thing about places like austin and about uh, uh in in north carolina you know uh, uh places where you have minneapolis places where you have these great music scenes it seems like that's one of the commonalities that they have that that you have a a bunch of musicians that actually aren't all about ego they really actually enjoy right playing. yeah it's not a competition mm. it's a compilation right and i mean of course people will, will push you to uh to improve your your your, your art uh by their own skill but yeah. that but that's what you're looking for you know yeah so, well, we're fortunate because I I see that here in in, in mid Missouri, and I've I've been watching it for the last fifteen years, and and it really is uh, it's still it's still growing and it's still yeah. it's still getting better. Yeah, well, it, you know, and it's great to to support all kinds of music, and you know, when the big national bands come through to support them and see them and mm-hmm. go out and have a night of it. But man, you know, just about any night of the week, you can find some good music playing somewhere in Columbia. That's right, and they're uh, you know Richard King. I, 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 I got to give him quite a bit of credit o- o- over the years. He did quite a bit to to move the music scene forward here. A lot of people have sort of mixed feelings about Richard, maybe if they've done business or what. But I, I have a lot of respect for the guy, and I think oh, he did yeah. a tremendous amount for the for the scene here. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of good things for me and the people that I've been around with, and uh, you know, I, I see him as a really positive influence. All right, and 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 KOPN as well. I'd I'd like to add. I think that uh, um, I'm I'm proud that that KOPN gets as involved in the local scene as we do. So. Well, we've got about 10 minutes left, so I think um, what I will do is say hello to Monica Palmer, who will be on the air here in just about 10 minutes. She has a program that's called Speaking of the Arts, and Monica will be talking with somebody of interest, I'm sure, about uh, some interesting project or uh, artistic effort that's going on around here in Columbia. And I will say also that Columbia is celebrating the annual Acts of Kindness Week. Um, that is uh, all week, this week, uh, through the 5th, and there are activities every day, tonight, tomorrow, for your family, yourself, your friends to enjoy. You can get information on uh, the uh, Acts of Kindness uh, events that are going on tonight and tomorrow at facebook.com slash thechildrensgrove. And remember that a single act of kindness can change a life forever. It's true. Do something nice, okay? And uh, it's been nice to have David Durnley on the air with me for the last 50 minutes or so. We'll play a couple more songs from the Scrappers, Dave, on the way out here. But uh, give me a little closing uh, advice for uh, uh, for life in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Just be yourself and be good to other people. <laughs> I, 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 well, well, well said, my friend. And uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the air, Dave. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, everybody, uh, it's Mike. You've been listening to, I don't know what we call this program, but it's been 9 o'clock until about 10 o'clock on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. And we've got, uh, oh, about eight minutes left. So I'm just going to put on a few tracks here from uh, from Paul Weber and the Scrappers. And uh, we'll just kind of let things tail out with this music. And enjoy. I'm not trying. Enjoy the Friday and enjoy the programming coming up on KOPN here. We've got good stuff all day, all afternoon, all night. Penguin Tracks starting at 4 o'clock. 
uh, Power Pop Pat at 6, and uh, Grateful Dead show, Blue Plate Special, all that stuff, okay? All right, uh, once again, Paul Weber and the Scrappers, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Had my time up on the stage Curtain rose, I took my cue and I read from the wrong page I've always had a tendency to drift Time now slows me down, my mind and fingers stiff My old truck's in the driveway, I've got money for some gas I know I can't go anywhere but back into the past Life is for the living, fresh blood coursing through its veins In an age of flying off to space, I'm an old coal-burning train I've been 
this wild countryside I've met all kinds of fine people Seen some dark sides to life If there's one thing I've learned It's I've lived out my days It's the life too short to turn love away and I'm not a drifter but I've been all around and I'm not a bandit but I know how to Yo, yo, yo.